0: Amen. Good to be here today. Thank you for the opportunity today. It's always good to be around folks that have the same passion and desire uh, that you have in uh, handling the Word of God and getting it out. What a joy that has been. I want to get right into the Scripture today. I've got an illustration. That's why I'm down here um, this morning. (coughs) And uh so we'll get right into the scripture. I want to go to 1 John chapter 1. Pastor's been alluding to this book all week and talking about uh, reading it as devotions and different passages. And it kind of uh struck my heart uh, last couple of days. So I'd like to read five verses to you. Uh, John chapter 1, verse number 1, the Bible says, That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have... uh heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, and our hands have handled the Word of Life. Isn't that a great verse? Amen. Well, I, I love that verse. I, I love to think about that verse. And we're going to look at this in a couple of perspectives in just a moment. But to handle the Word of God, to handle the, the Scriptures, and to handle the Bible, and to handle it in different languages, what a joy that is. To have these kids, to be able to have that opportunity, and, and, to, and to join together as a church, to be able to, to, to assemble the Scriptures and do our part, and everybody fill their spot, to send these scriptures out, what a joy it is to handle of the word of life. And the Bible says in verse number 2, for the life was manifested and we have seen it and bear witness and show unto you that eternal life, which was with the Father and with And was manifest unto us, that which we've seen and heard, declare we unto you, that we also may have fellowship with us. That ye may also have fellowship with us, and truly our fellowship is with the Father and with His Son, Jesus Christ. And these things write we unto you, that your joy may be full. Amen. We're going to stop there this morning. And uh, I want to look at verse number one, I'm going to read it one more time, we're going to have a quick word of prayer and we'll get into our topic this morning. That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, and our hands have handled of the word of life. Father, thank you for this opportunity. Thank you for this church and for this pastor and for their vision and for their burden uh, to get your word of God out. Thank you for each hand that is handling your word today and I pray that God you would be with those that will receive it and prepare their hearts as well. Help me today. Lord, without you I'm nothing and I need your help. Lord, I love you today. I glorify you and give you glory in Christ's name. Amen now I want to look at this passage you know this is a passage that I love and I read and I enjoy um, but I want to look at this passage this morning in three different perspectives you you know you've seen things in in different perspectives you you in your life different different ways if you you know look uh Look at things and you look at it one angle, then you look at another and you see something else. You look at another angle, you see it some, somewhere else. But I want to give look at this verse in or this passage in three distinct past, uh, perspectives today. And I think each one is going to give us something that we can uh, benefit from and that we can relate to today. I have four chairs up here um, this afternoon, four different chairs, and there are four different... Uh, I think uh, sections here to verse number one. Now we can look at it in the perspective of all together as as John sees it here, and of course he's talking about the word of life, talking about the Lord Jesus Christ and his and his ability. But I want to look at it this morning from the writer's perspective. So we're going to look at it first of all from the writer's perspective. If you could just imagine for a moment these four chairs and they represent the first chair would represent uh, that which we have heard okay the first chair represents what we've heard the second one that would re- represent uh, what we have seen with our eyes John said we have heard from from uh, from old times we have heard uh, we have seen with our eyes we have looked upon and our hands have handled the word of life and if so for just a moment we're going to look at it in these different perspectives and if and if John was sitting in each one of these chairs i also want to want to share with you and let you know that each one is a progression okay those that have heard or john heard then John saw, uh, looked, uh, saw with his eyes, then he looked upon, and his hands have handled the word of life. So not only are they four different sections, but they're perspectives and they are progressions. And so I want to look at that this morning. First of all, I want to look at the perspective of the writer. You know, John, as he's writing this, I would imagine that uh, when we talk about the first chair, that which we have heard, from John's perspective, he was a Jew. He was a Jew and he would have known the Hebrew laws and he would have known the Hebrew history. You know, he had heard um, from the prophets. He would have heard from the law about Christ. He would have heard all the way back from the beginning, from the Law and the Prophets, he would have heard, if he would sat in this chair, it would have been sounded from the Law and the Prophets. You know, the, the, the Law and the Prophets they would have spoke about Christ. Genesis chapter 3 verse 15 talks about Christ. Isaiah chapter 40 talks about Christ. Isaiah 53 talks about Christ. Psalm 21 22 verse 1 talks about Christ. Zechariah 12 10. Malachi 3 1. Hosea 11 1. And these are just a few passages that John would have heard about from the law and the prophets. He would have heard from a little boy and he would have heard about the the, 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 those passages growing up. So if he was sitting in this chair, he would have heard from the law and the prophets. If he sat in the second chair, the things which he had seen with his eyes. And, and I look back into the Jewish and the, uh, and the Hebrew history, and you know, you know what they saw? They heard from the prophets and the law. You know what they saw? They saw types and pictures. They would see the types and pictures of Christ. Man, they would see things like the feast. The feast would show them uh, types and pictures, the temple, the altar, the lamb that was slain, the scapegoat. The sacrificial lamb, the doorpost, they would see with their eyes and that would tell them about Christ, the rock that was in the wilderness that Moses smote and and what he was supposed to speak to. The chief cornerstone would tell them about Christ. They would see him through the mercy seat, the priest, the brazen serpent, the red cord that hung out of Rachel's window, the offerings, the marriage ceremonies. And so he would hear from the law and the prophets, he would see from the from the types and pictures of Christ. But you know what? John had another perspective. Man, he got to see Christ in the flesh. He was manifest, and he was among them. He got to see with his eyes. So if he sat in the third chair, and he did, he would see the life of Christ. He would see Christ praying in the morning, in the noontime, in the evening. He saw the miracles of the Lord. He saw the Lord's compassion. He saw his zeal. So he physically, he got up close. When I say he looked upon man it was an up close view it was just not seen from afar it was just not heard of from a distance man he got that up close I mean he was right there he sat right there at his breast at the Passover I mean he walked by as Christ was on the cross he had that really close look of Christ but I'm pretty thankful you you know what hearing leaves us short Uh, uh, looking with our eyes or or seeing with our eyes leaves us a little short Uh, being up close and looking would leave us short but but John says here not only have I looked not only have I listened not only have I seen with my eyes but my hands have handled the word of life you know what that is? that's a relationship anything short of a relationship is short of God. And so he talks about this relationship. So John as he writes this, I want to look at it from a writer's perspective. And when I look at it from John's perspective, the writer's perspective, you know what I it leads me to, it leads me to reverence. Boy, I look at this and say, oh, what a God. What a God through history. What a God through time that would put through history and through a people group all these things so that, so that we could hear. And it causes me or it leads me to reverence. So I want to look at it, first of all, through a writer's perspective. Then I want to look at these four chairs through a reader's perspective a reader's perspective. Not only a writer's perspective, but a reader's perspective. You know who the reader is? Me. (laughs) I'm the reader. You're the reader. You know what? I heard as a little child the gospel. I had an opportunity to to be raised in a Christian home. Not everybody has. Not everybody had that opportunity. But as a young child, sitting in the nursery, not even knowing what I heard, not understanding, on my mother's lap, got to hear through the speaker's The word of truth. So I have heard it. Maybe I heard it through Sunday school teachers. Or maybe folks have heard it through preachers or the radio or the podcast. You know, we live in a society, this English society, where there's a lot of opportunity to hear a lot of opportunity here. Maybe if I sat in the second seat, or you sat in the second seat, maybe we got to see it through examples like our parents, or maybe friends, or maybe a co-worker. People get to see Christ, maybe through them. Maybe you saw the scripture on a billboard, or maybe you saw it on YouTube, or the TV. Maybe we get to see it on Facebook, or maybe a sibling uh, 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 pictured that for us, or maybe even a stranger you you get to see Christ through others if we sat in that third chair that's when we get an up close view not only have I heard not only have I seen with my eyes but I've looked upon you know when I was growing up we had a we had a big book on the coffee table you know what that was (laughs) Oh, the big book! It was a a family Bible. And I mean, it was up close. I could turn the pages. I could hold it in my hand. I could read it. Maybe a track or maybe an example. But I got to, in my culture, in my society, and in yours, we get to look at it. But it's not just good enough to hear. It's not just good enough to, to see a witness. It's not just good enough to... Have it in your hands, but you know you need to be in that last chair. Our hands have handled. You know what? As a 23-year-old man, I got on my knees and I realized I needed a Savior and I got in that fourth chair and my hands have handled the Word of Life. It's just, not only, it's just not something that I heard about. It's not just something that I've looked at. It's not something that I've just inspected. But I've personally experienced Christ as my Savior. I have a walk with Him and I have a talk with Him. And so the perspective of the writer causes me to reverence. Are are you with me today? The perspective of the reader, you know what that causes me to do? rejoice. (laughs) I'm glad this morning I have an opportunity to have a Bible in my language. I rejoice today because I'm saved. I rejoice today because I've got a home in heaven. And if you're saved this morning, you can rejoice as well. Because we are in these chairs and because you have accepted Christ, man it brings us to a perspective of rejoicing. When I read this as a reader, man I rejoice. Because it's not just personal to John, it's personal to me. So I look at these, this verse and these four areas as a perspective of the writer and a perspective of the reader, and it leads me to reverence, and it leads me to rejoicing. But let me give you this last thought, and we'll be done. The last thought is in the perspective of the world. This perspective of the world. That's the mission field. That's those outside of our culture. You know, if we looked at these four chairs, uh, we would see maybe less of a voice. We've got a lot of voice preaching the gospel in our language. But there's less on the on some parts of the mission field. And many uh, don't have much of a voice at all. But maybe on the mission field if we were to read this and we were to sit in the first chair, it might be we've heard they've heard stories or testimonies or an invite or maybe a conversation on the foreign field. And maybe some folks have heard about Christ. Others may not, but some have heard maybe on the as i read it as a mission field perspective I look at it as maybe those that have seen, maybe they've seen a missionary or maybe they've seen a symbol or maybe they've seen a cross or maybe they've seen a building or maybe they've seen it on the internet the gospel or or something about Christ on a post or maybe a businessman came through their town and, and handed them a track or talked to them about the Lord, it might be less, it might not be as much as you and I, but maybe some parts of the world, they've heard the Gospel and and they've not only heard it but now they've looked upon it. They've looked upon. They've seen it. They've looked upon. It. Maybe maybe a track was given or John and Romans or a New Testament or a whole Bible. You know what's exciting. Uh, as we put together scriptures, these are going to go out and maybe some that have heard but they've never, they've never looked on um, may get to hear more. And maybe those that have heard and maybe have seen with their eyes a missionary or, or, a, or a Christian businessman, they'll get some scripture and they'll move to this chair and they'll get to look at it. And they'll get to hold it and they'll get to see it. And if they trust what's inside, they'll get here. And they'll get to understand, and they'll, they'll get a relationship with Christ. Isn't that pretty cool? Yeah. But there are people in this chair in the foreign field, they've only heard. They, they, they've never seen, they, they don't have a missionary, there's not a church, they don't know a whole lot, but at least there's a voice, they've heard. Others have, have looked upon with their eyes, it was from a distance, but they've seen signs of Christ. Maybe others on the foreign field, maybe it's up close, but they've not entered in the door yet. But others are here, where they have trusted Christ. And you know, that's that's why we do what we do. But can I say this? When I look at this passage in the perspective of the world, I see five chairs. You see, I don't just see four. Those that have heard, those that have looked with their eye seen with their eyes, they have looked upon and they've handled the word of truth, the word of God. But I see another chair here. You, you know in English there's a uh, term called understood you. <laughs> it's there but it's not written. You understand that? You know it's not written but said in this passage. You have the those that have heard, those that have Uh, seen, those that are looked upon, those that have handled. But this chair is those that haven't seen, those that haven't heard, those that's never looked, those that's never handled. You know, in this chair, they don't have the Word of God. They don't have an option. They don't have the ability. They've, they've never heard about Christ. You know, it would be hard to live in America and go and not ever go by a steeple. there would be hard to go in America and never hear about Jesus. It would be hard to never see. But there's places in the world people are sitting here. Millions and billions of people sitting in this chair. And they've never heard. If you say, who's Jesus? They'd say, Jesus us who. And so the understood in this passage is not just those that have seen, those that have heard, those that have looked upon, those that have handled, but those that have never heard. Those that have never seen and you know what that's why we do what we do that's why we put together scriptures that's why you have a passion because you're trying to get the Word of God to those that have never seen that have never heard that have never handled that do not understand that is foreign concept of what you've known all your life and so when I look at it from a writer's perspective I reverence when I look at this from a reader's perspective I rejoice But when I look at it from the world's perspective, it drives me to responsibility. I'm responsible. You see, if I'm sitting in this chair, I know. (laughs) I have experience. Out of all these chairs, the one that's responsible is the one here. You and I are responsible. You and I have responsibility as Christians, as believers, to continue to get them the Word. You say, Brother Money, I'm not a missionary. That's okay, you have a responsibility. We all have a part. We all have a place. You may not be on the foreign field. I may not be on the foreign field. But I've got to do something because I've got, I've got a responsibility to this chair. 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 And I'm trying to get in different languages and different cultures and different people groups, all of these chairs right here and the same knowledge. And that's what John says. These things write I unto you, that your joy may be full. You know what? This guy's joy's not full. This lady's not joy's not full. This person's joy's not full. This person's joy's not full. Hey, it's only when you get in this chair that your joy is full. And so John writes, not only as a writer, not only as a reader, but as someone that's responsible For those that do not know. (laughs) So can I encourage you this morning? Keep up the good work. Young people, live your life for Christ. Do what's right serve the Lord. Don't vary. Don't waver. You need to go on. You need to obey your parents. You you need to listen to this preacher. You need to get in your Bible. You need to stay faithful. You need to stay clean. You need to keep moving. You need to keep your hands on what we have, the Word of God in our language, in one hand, and the Word of God in someone else's language in the other. Hey folks, there are millions and billions of people in these chairs. That if they had what you had, home in heaven, joy in your heart, peace in trials, man, what a blessing, amen? Amen. Keep on keeping on. Keep doing what you're doing. You know the, the trimmer gives us trouble. The glue doesn't always do right. The the, the, the the our hands don't always fold or our hands don't always crimp or uh, you know what we get tired we get weary we get downtrodden but I don't want you to ever forget these four chairs because what it tells me responsibility may God continue to bless you and use you and strengthen you Keep up the good work. we got a job to do. Because there's people in these chairs that need what you and I have. A readable Bible. A church to go to. pastor to love. Others to reach. A home in heaven. Father, thank you for the time. Glorify yourself. We love you in Christ's name. Amen.